Hey, I am Luis Moreto, and this is a high-level view of how my week went, as in last week. We're towards the end of the month of June 2020, still feeling some of the, not aftershock, but still being affected by the pandemic, COVID-19, that has been, at least for me, it has been, has changed my way to go about my days since the end of March. Before those, before the end of March, I was still going to work. I was feeling some of the the changes coming. Restaurants weren't as packed. There was less and less people. More, there was more news about it. You could hear the jokes in the office. But then towards the end of March, that's whenever I stopped going to the office. Restaurants closed down. A lot of places shut down. Groceries were harder to come by. And I was more, and I was working from home. So now I'm still working from home, still adjusting and taking in and not pushing back, but in a way, finding a compromise of what I need to adapt to right now, what are the new circumstances of living in this world, living in where in my community, and still not completely, I don't, the word's not dissolve, but not completely forget or drown everything that I was doing before that was important to me. I'm just finding new ways to continue to carry on those, that vision I had, those goals I have, and just make them work in in this new uh, time for, to be flexible, to adapt, to learn, and to just really understand that not, we cannot go into the past. The past is the past. And this is the now, this is the time. As far as my last week went, it was, I spent a lot of time reading uh, really maximizing a lot of my time spent at home. My wife was at home last week as well. So I was spending a lot of time with her. So in the evenings, I was mostly hanging around the house, eating a couple home-cooked meals, and just enjoying her company. Did a lot of reading. I was going through the Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. Mostly I took the quiz, saw read the introduction and then went straight to my the to learn more about the results from the quiz, which was I'm an obliger. I think I'm pronouncing that right. So this tendency is 
always tends to meet outer expectations, but has a hard time meeting internal or inner expectations. So that was definitely something to note and something to learn from, something to kind of look from different angles. Where does that fit in into my whole overall construct? I had uh, more commitments at work, more like impromptu meetings. It was started as just the beginning of the week, but then there was a, a change that needed to be done and I needed to provide some input. So that kind of, that took away a couple of hours of my week, which changed my priorities where I, now everything that I set out to complete during the day, I kind of had to push towards the end. And I noticed that I've gotten used to not having my wife at home because she travels a lot for work. Which makes it a little harder for me to focus when she's at home because I, there's a distraction on a regular week it will be just me i can start at about the same time stop for lunch and then stop for my the end of the day and the only interruptions i have one of the cats might start screaming or something like that but aside from that it's pretty routine not that i'm complaining but it's something to look at uh and I'm, again i'm just kind of stop stop and, and take a, a moment to just Appreciate and understand and make note of it and not let it just pass by. As far as notes, a lot of the most for work still capturing some ideas come to mind. I'm not just letting those flow, even if they seem silly at the moment. But again, I'm just going at it because something that caught my eye or something that made sense or an aha moment. So I'm just writing those up. So for, for this past week, I I caught something. I was I think I was reading a oh I was reading a I was listening to a podcast about languages, and I made note of that in Germany, um, you know maybe Germany Germany is a country that is heavily technical a lot of engineering has come out of it so i was looking maybe they were looking to gain more traction in the international market including spanish-speaking countries therefore i can leverage my knowledge of spanish i'm fluent i'm natural i'm a native natural um, native spanish speaker english is my second language so i was thinking maybe i can learn German and, and try to leverage that. But I didn't develop, I didn't kind of went down any further, but then I started going as in any other countries that really have a lot of their GDP tied to engineering innovation, uh, some, some kind of engineering computer technologies that can benefit from Spanish speaking individuals. It's just a way for me to leverage the the knowledge I have as far as the language and use that as a as a way to set me aside from the crowd 
if I try to get the same jobs that everybody else tries to get, it will be harder for me to stick out and to stand out. If I go about it with strategy, the chances of me being in the top of the crowd are higher if I place myself in the right position. If I position myself in against the right crowd. Not that I think I'm better than anybody else or any kind of way, but as a way from my space of experience, what have I gathered from an experience, knowledge, skills level that better serve a particular industry, a particular company, and therefore my skills are further appreciated further valuable for those companies, that industry, and not as much for other industries that are, they're bigger, general, you know, everybody has it in their target, like say Google, Apple, everybody, you know, would, um, those are easy companies for, to be in somebody's target because they make a lot of money, there's a lot of benefits to it a lot of people talk about it right now there seems like really almost compared to if you say like you went to harvard you went to yale you went to an ivy school ivy league school that's what google facebook some and all these companies are looking like for software engineering for computer engineering jobs programming jobs you're an alumni of these highly selected companies so for example google it's almost they have a, a big alumni network, meaning that if you worked at Google, you are you're you know special in a way, which is interesting how that has shifted in that regard. But it's always it's almost like it's like that because in previous industries, I'm sure whenever you know Henry Ford had started, he was innovating the assembly line. It was probably highly um, how he sought after to work for him, to work for his company, similar to others. Also noted, um, I was listening to the Tools of, Titan, Tools of Titans podcast, which is pretty much uh, a way for Tim Ferriss to promote the release of the audiobook for the book. But it was um, the author of Sapiens was talking about a brave new world. And the way he put it into perspective, it just trying it just shine uh, a light um, on what the really the premise and the whole not idea but the whole. Um, the lesson behind that uh, that book, that novel, is really it's really what it's a this the dystopia, the dystopian future of what happens whenever we get everything we want, and if you look at that from in comparison to where we're at right now. As far as how we're always seeking happiness, what's going to make us happy, 
What's going to make them more comfortable? What ways are we seeking that blindly without concern, considering what what is given, being given up? What we're leaving behind? And the book, it's it's it was written in the 1930s. It was ahead of its time in the way. So some of the stuff is rather dated, but but if you look at it from the perspective of how it's mostly really um, the characters just it's heavy promiscuous, um, a lot of sex, drugs, things that are really to meant that just keep everybody happy. Um, but at the same time, it also has it, even the happy that this the novel goes into the point that even the individuals that do the grunt work, that do the dirty work, that are lower caste and term being used in the book, meaning the lower lower level society, they don't since they don't know any better, they're happy as well. Because they don't know any better. They've been socially trained, socially engineered, not in socially engineered, but um, well, maybe social engineering is the right term, the right way to say it. To not know any better, to be happy with what they have. But there's always this sense of like they're always on the edge of of having a mental breakdown and any discomfort. Is it quickly drowned and and dissipated by the use of drugs, which is rather interesting. Um, a thought from notes is you are you are the oldest you have been, and you are the youngest that you will be all at the same time. So I don't know if it makes any sense, but it makes sense to me. Um, and then I added, what time is it? Now, you are the oldest you've been, and the, and you are the youngest that you will be all at the same time. Hmm. So, as far as um, my physical health, body health. I'm still keeping a good, strong journal. No physical activity. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to devise a plan or a system to to get myself back into yoga or walking more or being active around the house, which is interesting because from the book, The Four Tendencies, I learned that I, as an obliger, need to create external expectations that I seek to meet, that my tendency always looks and seeks to uh, satisfy those external expectations and meet them. I need to create those, and not in an maybe in an artificial way, because if I create those, then it's easier for me to satisfy my inner expectations. Therefore, I want to work out, so therefore I need to create an external expectation that pushes me to work out, which is what I really want. Um, I haven't devised that because I, right now I'm not doing yoga because I'm working on my finances a little bit. Um, 
and right now is quite the expense the investment to go into yoga at least for studios that i want to go to doing it at home it really hasn't never interested me even though i tried i bought weights but i haven't done the proper do work on that And that's okay. It's, it's just the way it is. It's, it just is. So looking for ways to to address that and just kind of change my mindset on that in a way that is lasting and not just for now and then I'm gonna forget about it. So as far as my mind, uh, as I mentioned, I read the book, The Four Tendencies, and then I'm an obliger. That was really eye-opening. Uh, made note of it, and I'm sure it's gonna, more things are gonna come out of it as I think about it more in the future. On the spiritual sense, the note that I wrote is, maybe things are too big to fit in one line, too complicated. Maybe I'm trying to make my spirituality fit into a one line item, a quick elevator pitch. When in reality, I can't. I can't forget about things that I grew up with, the prince, the things that I still hold on to that I that I use as a moral compass. That I really still use as a moral compass. I still use some of the stuff that I learned and going to church and Christianity as a way to to measure where I am, where I'm, where where I am morally. So I'm not trying to forget about that, but at the same time, I'm trying to bring in new elements, new things, new appreciation for different things, and to look at. And explore things without a sense of guilt. And how this adds more to my my personal, my spirituality. Not everybody else's, how my spirituality. How I see things. How I want to flow among amongst everybody else's experiences. And appreciate it and learn from them. And just looking at it from a point of learning and not so much from a point of being that I feel attacked because you believe something else that means that what I believe since it's not the same thing then you're personally attacking me and that's not the way I see things so I think it's too small it, it was way too big for me to fit in small things but it all comes down to really what I find moral and what just really that gut feeling that just doesn't feel right and it's all based on what you learn but at the same time I'm trying to keep an open mind to learn new things to question my own beliefs really of why I believe things like this and that's what started me in this path of just kind of studying it and just questioning things and writing thoughts on it because I I want to challenge it because I want to be I want to have a stronger I want to have a stronger bond to those beliefs, principles. 
on the financial aspect, still hanging in strong with YNAB, Union Budget, which is the application that I'm using to track my expenses. We're soon to be moving cut, uh, ties with American Express. It's really nothing, although my wife has a different feeling on this, a different thought on this, but I really feel like it's nothing wrong with American Express. But our, because of some, some of them, because some of the mistakes that we've done in the recent years with our money, it has tainted the relationship with American Express to ex- an extent that now it just become more of a. Uh, it just feels like an attack from to us, to our integrity, our honesty. And for that reason, I think at this moment it's just better if we just cut ties with them and move on. And we'll be soon, soon doing that once we kind of get some of the, clear, the debt cleared up. In the next month, I decided that I'm going to start my Invisalign treatment just to kind of straighten some of the things that I've moved because uh, my lower my lower retainer, uh, permanent retainer broke with some of my front teeth I moved. So I figured I could, my thoughts is that I can do it now before it's too late, spend six months on it. And, and go about it that way instead of waiting until it just becomes worse and then it's more of a year um, and then it's kind of it just becomes a bigger issue than what it is right now I did start saving some money on my cell phone bill uh, still paying for unlimited data but um, by switching to a newer update a newer phone plan I'm saving about $20 20 bucks a month We'll see how that how that goes. A reading I was uh, the four tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. I started Lynchpin by Seth Godin. I'm just reading my usual newsletters and probably adding a couple more as they come. And I move into the move to the Monocle June issue before my July August issue arrives. I wanted to go through the June issue. It has a it's mostly essays. Um, and think so it's a little bit different, um, different laid out. And then the July August issue uh, should be getting here in the next couple of weeks. Listening uh, less po- podcasts and a little less on the Spotify. Um, as I was, my wife was here. Uh, there was more interruptions, and at times it was hard for me to just completely zoned out because um, she would come ask me something or talk to me from the other room, which I certainly enjoy because sometimes it breaks some of monotony but it was a little bit less um, in the podcast sense. and then upcoming uh, short week uh, because we're observing 4th of July on Friday which I've forgotten about until my wife reminded me of I tend to do that which is I'm a little conflicted about that I don't know if it is I don't know if me not taking into account that as a holiday is Comes to play that it's just another day that somebody gave it some value, some some meaning somewhere. Or on the other side, is it that I'm that lost in work and go, go, go and what's the next thing to do that I don't even remember when I can take a break? What I did, I 
clear my calendar. So all the time blocks that I have for that day, I took them off and I set and that day. I just put that I'm going to be off. My wife has a commitment on uh, that day. She's going to go see some of her contacts for work. So I'm going to join her, which I will get me out of the house. I most likely will still take my computer in case of an emergency. Since right now the position that I'm doing, I'm one of the few people that I can take actions on on things. So I'm just taking it as, an, as a precaution. Um, I don't expect anybody to come with anything since this is a Friday. And that's it. I'm trying to be, continue doing these. Um, you know, maybe I'm find them so silly, or maybe somebody else finds them silly, but um, they help a little bit. They help, and that's and that matters to me. These these are mostly for me because they help me. They help me clear my thoughts and put some context into things and ponder on things. And really, this is, it might just be that external expectation, meeting that external expectation that I set out. Because I'm, I don't want to deal with the shame that I'd fin- I, I, don't, I didn't complete this. I didn't do this. And for some reason, the podcast thing is really, it, 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 it matches with me and I like the idea. I don't know if it's mostly because I don't like to write. I don't like to type. I'm afraid to make typos. So I'm more comfortable making a oral mistake, like a mistake that I said the wrong thing, or that my, sometimes my Spanish comes out a little strong and I don't pronounce things properly, I'm more comfortable with that than by, than if I make a mistake on written, on the written word, word um, on writing something. So I'm, so I'm blogging a little bit, but the blog, I'm, I'm trying to this concept of um, going to some old notebooks and maybe creating a series and see if that kind of inspires me to to put more content out there on my, on my personal website. And again, this is just, I'm building a, I'm building my real estate, my corner of the internet. Um, I've, you know, I've been in other social pro- platforms, but this time I feel like it's almost like I've been renting and now I feel like I can make a custom home in the internet by building my own website. That it's gonna look a little rough around the edges. It's not gonna look like something that an architect would do, but it's gonna look like I built it because, and that's gonna mean something. And I guess that's what I'm after. So again, if this is just me listening to this in the future, I hope that you're doing good. Um, hope you remember this day where you were at. Um, and if there's anybody else out there listening, I hope you get something out of these. I hope that you feel like somebody cares about you, somebody loves you. Um, that you feel like some of the stories that I'm going through, some of the rambling that I do, it's, it's some of the stuff that you might do as well. Um, that's really... The one thing that I'm, another thing that I'm trying to do indirectly is to put my thoughts out there with the hope that it can reach somebody that feels the same way and it can give them a little bit of a perspective on what, what else is out there for them.